Welcome back to the Practicing Resurrection Podcast, a daily podcast from Ecclesia Church in Princeton designed to help you encounter the living voice of the living God through His living Word. And today we're focused on injustice and our response to injustice as finite beings. So often our capacity to see so greatly outpaces our capacity to act. And so, especially in a media-saturated world, especially in a social media-paced world, how do we respond when we see so much devastation around us? How can we even possibly begin to give our hearts an empathy? How can we begin to move towards action? And so today we're going to read through two passages of Scripture, and then I'm going to invite you into two practices of response to see God's heart, to see God's indignation at injustice, to see how God has called us to be ambassadors of a different kingdom, a different way, but also to be a people who trust God. That as we bow down, as we pour out our hearts before him, as we name the evils of racism and oppression, as we bring those before God, that our words are not in vain because his word is not in vain and it does not return void. So we're going to begin with a passage from Habakkuk chapter 1. Hear the word of the Lord from Habakkuk 1. How long, Lord, must I call for help, but you do not listen? Or cry out to you, violence, but you do not save. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and conflict abounds. Therefore the law is paralyzed, and justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous so that justice is perverted. This is the word of the Lord. Now I'm going to invite you to hear the word of the Lord from Isaiah chapter 1. This is God speaking as he begins this passage, verses 10 through 20. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, you people of Gomorrah. The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough of burnt offerings, of rams, and the fat of fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moons, Sabbaths, and convocations, I cannot bear your worthless assemblies. Your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals, I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This is the word of the Lord. So in those two passages, we can see 
things from our vantage point and from God's. Our vantage point is like, how long will we have to look at this? How, how much can we possibly bear? And what is being done about it? And God's vantage point is calling us to repentance, calling us to faithfulness. And so today, I simply want to invite you into a, a twofold process. As we read these texts, using them as the grounds for our approach to God today. And the first thing I want to invite you to do in our response to injustice, when we see the brokenness of the world, so often we move towards despair. But that is not what our first call is. Our call is to be intercessors on behalf of the world. Our call is to be peacemakers, to be priests in God's kingdom. And so when we encounter the horrors and the the brokenness of this world, often God is calling us to simply enter into that sense of loss, of brokenness, a process throughout the Bible called lament. Sung Cha Ra describes lament, says lament recognizes the struggles of life and cries out for justice against existing injustices. Lament is like Jesus himself taking on flesh and blood. It is our entering into the pain of the world. And so, I'm going to invite you in this moment. You can't bring before you everything that you have experienced over the last week or so. You can't uh, possibly count up those injustices in your mind right now. But just one thing. What is one thing, whether it be personal, whether it be societal or cultural, what is something that is before you that you can just cry out to God? And the church has developed formulae for these kinds of prayers. And so we just simply play, Lord, have mercy. So as you bring this thing to mind, Lord, have mercy. We lament the injustice in the world. We don't live in denial or inoculation. We don't live in this sense of removed tranquility, but rather God is putting us right into the middle of it. And so often our first response, our first and proper act of worship is to lament. The second of this twofold practice for this morning is I want to invite you into intercessory prayer. We see from Isaiah 1, God's vantage point, what things look like from his throne. As incensed as we are at the brokenness of the world, I hope you can see that God is far more incensed. He is far more angry at the brokenness of the world. And he, unlike us in many situations, is actually capable of doing something about it. And so, we enter in to God's redemptive ark in the world when we pray. And so I'm going to invite you just to simply say, Lord, would you move that it would be the cry of our hearts that longing for God's justice would not be just something that we feel like we're trying to move the the, the wheels of the world and trying to move God from his throne, that this is who God is. God is the one who steps down, who takes on flesh and bone, who takes our injustices upon his own shoulders on a cross. 
And in this interaction, in this relationship, we see that God is inviting us to pray, to trust, to cry out. Coretta Scott King writes of the prayer habits of the civil rights movement. She says, prayer was a wellspring of strength and inspiration during the civil rights movement. Throughout the movement, we prayed for greater human understanding. We prayed for the safety of our compatriots in the freedom struggle. We prayed for victory in our nonviolent protests, for brotherhood and sisterhood among people of all races, for reconciliation and the fulfillment of the beloved community. And so we pray. In prayer, we join our hearts to God's. We pray as Jesus taught us, and as we'll pray in just a moment, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. So lament and prayer. If you find yourself watching the evening news and you see and the brokenness comes right into your living room, lament and prayer. When we see the evidences of white supremacy, of Christian nationalism that pervades so many people who call upon the name of Jesus, lament and prayer. This is not the end of our faithfulness to God, but it is certainly the beginning. It is the ground upon which we stand. And so each day as we finish our time reflecting upon these scriptures, reflecting upon God's heart, we pray the words that Jesus gave us to pray. We pray them because this is what it looks like to live as ambassadors of his kingdom, as people bringing God's shalom to bear on every injustice. The God who makes all things new will deal with the injustices of our world. And lament and prayer bear witness to a world that is not yet, but is coming. That our soul and total hope is not in some progressive agenda, not in some conservative policy. It's not the fact that everything's going to magically get better. It's the fact that Jesus is alive, that the grave is empty. This is our hope. And so we pray alongside Jesus who taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Until tomorrow, the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and may he give you peace. Grace and peace to you.